All right, Craig, welcome in to another episode of Goblin Tuesday Presents The Wind Sisters Monster Hunters, starring me and only me, your DM, and everybody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get out of here! <laughs> hey, Run it yourself. <laughs> Talk about yourself to the audience. As always, we have Beth next door, a.k.a. Beth Mendoza, a.k.a. my sister. Hello, I play Riley, the Fire Ganassi Phoenix Sorcerer. And Fairy Godmother herself, a.k.a. Octavia, a.k.a. Natasha, a.k.a. my butt-headed wife. Jim's wife. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm playing Alina Wynn. A tabaxi moon druid. And when we last left off, the sisters are still standing in the middle of town (laughs) trying to figure out their plan of what the heck they're gonna be doing because they know that there are witches or hags inside Hansel and Gretel's shop. They know that these witches have vials and and decanters and and potion bottles full of stuff that they are pretty sure are the key to unlocking all of these people in this town to get them out of their little zombieish funk but is it a smashy key is it a drinking key is it a how do we get them all at once if we can, or do we do one at a time? But that's mm-hmm. not going to be possible if we have to smash the glass. They're going to notice that that glass is smashed. Yeah. I think, at least. Oh, they'll definitely notice. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they don't look at it a, not, a lot because it's like, it's just there. But even if they don't see it, they'll probably hear the smash. Yeah, probably. I don't. I, I don't think I can make anything be super quiet. Mm. That's that. That's not really in my wheelhouse. I've heard of something that can do that, but I can't. I've not. I didn't learn that. Yeah. No. I don't know. But I do think that we need to make sure we know everybody who's in here that could be in that cabinet. Oh, definitely. Cause they. I don't want to accidentally mess something up. And oh gosh. What if the consciousness is returned to the wrong body? Right, like, what if we can do... I mean... Yeah, I don't know if that's something that can happen, so, like, kind of want to match the right things, but we also need to know, like, who are our options, too, you know? So I think... If if we're able to release some of these people, they can help us. Some of them are going to be more helpful than others. Yeah, that's true. Some of them will definitely... Or should maybe be more helpful yeah. than others. In, in theory. In theory, depending on like who they actually are. But, you know, we might not get a chance to be too picky about it. Yeah. So it might just be a quick and grab. grab and run, but we should definitely know where we're running to based on the clues. Because the one bottle I saw had a clue on it as to who it belonged to, which I... I'm almost positive was Pinocchio because I saw Pinocchio has a store here. Okay. Because it said, you know, something about the Prince of Lies or, or something like that. And, and, and well, Pinocchio in stories lies and that's why his nose grows. 
So I think that that makes sense. It does. Um, yeah. So if we can like maybe maybe even if it's just enough for like me to grab two and you to grab two and like yes, I hope that one of those or both of those would be Frib and Henry, but like maybe we don't maybe in order to save them we need to just focus on getting the witches. Probably, you know? yeah, because if we sit there and like try to focus directly right. on them, right. that might we'll just waste cause too much problems. time. Yeah. When we could just pull other people who can also help us and then end up saving everybody. Mhm. So, yes, I think that we need to know who our possible victims are so that and I think I think just just to help with the clue part, we should look at those signs on the back. Mm-hmm. Just to see what they say so that in case a clue is a little bit tricky, we have all the pieces of the puzzle and we could be like, hmm, this could be, you know, Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty. But then there's that one thing that we're like, yeah. ah, you know, the one line that brings it all also, together. I mean, not not for nothing. I, but if Sleeping Beauty is here, I'd, I'd, let's just not let's hope we don't get her because I'm pretty sure she's not going to be very helpful. I mean, normal her might be helpful. No, I don't think so. She'll be she, really well rested. She's, uh, yeah, but like at least you know, like Cinderella, she like works. You know, like in the stories, she's a maid. She's like constantly up and down stairs, and so she's probably like pretty like strong she's, she's, and stuff. She's got a so beauty. Just kind of picked some berries and sang and. Slept. Oh, and it'll be like, what was his name? Clark, who just laid in bed all day and then he had, like, no muscle mass. I hope his adoptive family is treating him well now. Why do you guys keep on making up names of people in the fucking orphanage? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> it's like three sessions in a row you just randomly said somebody's name and you're just like, yeah! He was he was there at the home. Oh my god! <laughs> Carry on! <laughs> Okay, so, yes. So, wait, is is it still... No, it it started a new day, or is it still dark? It started a new day. Okay. So, yeah, I'm gonna go one way. um, Down the... Left or right? I'll go left. Okay, I'll take the right side. And just take an actual look at every store that's here, and who is, like, the proprietor of said store so that we know who our options truly are or that we at least think that they are so that if we happen to grab a potion when the time comes or whatever, we kind of know who we're giving it to Mm -hmm. in case there's bad side effects of giving it to the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, it could straight up kill them or we could just have a bunch of people in bodies they don't know how to use. Which might be fun, but I don't know. That would know. be amusing. <laughs> I don't know if it works like that. Mm, so I will... We already know... We already know Scrooge. Okay, so there are a total of... There are a total of 16 buildings. Okay. At the very, very top of the T. Because again, I said that this is a T-shaped road. So mm-hmm. very, very top, there are five houses that go across. First one is Balloon Shop. Okay. With the wolf. Wolf. Second no. one is Candlestick. 
with Jack. Jack. Be nimble. Third one is uh, Rapunzel's Beautician. Or I haven't actually named it because you never interacted with it. Right. So right. Rapunzel's. Okay. And obviously, Rapunzel is the proprietor. Number four is technically empty right now, but is the Golden Goose. Okay. Number five is Scrooge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the opposite side, there are four houses or four buildings, and then obviously the the road that goes down. Uh, so the one across from Scrooge is Midas. The one next to Midas, in, in what is a much bigger building than his shop actually is, is Frib, right there on the corner. Across from the corner of Frib is Cinderella's shoes. Okay, remember that because we went in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just be completely honest. There is something in in the store next to that, across from the wolves. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. Don't know what it is. Three question marks. It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, none of this was planned, guys. Like <laughs> none of this was actually planned. It was just supposed to be you guys go and fight some fucking hags. And then I'm just like, no, let's make life difficult on myself. <laughs> uh, okay, so going down from Cinderella's, there are three three buildings. On okay. well, technically going down from Cinderella's and Fribs, there are three more buildings. From top to bottom, let's do Sleeping Beauty, uh, Pinocchio's puppets. And uh, Jack's beans. And then on the opposite side, we have from bottom to top, because obviously Hansel and Gretel's is the very, very bottom. Right. So from bottom to top, you've got uh, Laddie's Lamps, a boarded up shop, and a shop of unknown origin. Because I also didn't name that one either. Uh, on on further uh, inspection, you would see that uh, the shop is, uh, you'd be able to see through some of the boards on the windows and see that it is full of nothing but straw. Ah. Okay. And then we do know that Rumpelstiltskin shows up with a cart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rumpel has a cart. Might be okay. tied to that boarded up place as well, if it's just full of straw. Maybe, but there are a couple other things that have straw. Mm-hmm. But if it's boarded up, I don't know what that means. Maybe it's just used for storage? <gasps> or it was if... somebody's. I wonder what happens to all the patrons. Because they just go from store to store. They just... Un- until it blacks out. I mean, we've just always seen them in the exact same spot. I mean, we've only been through three nights, but like, they all went the especially the first night. They were all just standing in the same spot. I don't think they go anywhere. I was thinking like maybe that's how like you know how Rumpel always had stuff to do because they just gave them more he- or they gave them more straw. But if no one's actually going in or out, well, no, it's well, boarded up. We don't know. Yeah, we know we have, or at least we're we're like. 98% sure we have a vial or a potion or whatever for mm-hmm. Pinocchio. 
there seemed to be, I mean, I, I kind of only glanced, but like number wise kind of seems to match up with, with, you know, the, the number of people versus the, the number of, uh, of files in there. And remember there is the mines too. Oh yeah. Cause that's where Henry is and, and dwarves or at least statues of dwarves that I'm gonna just assume based on context clues were real dwarves before they turned to stone. But they mm -hmm. turned real early, if that's the case. Uh, well, I was gonna say, wouldn't it be kind of weird for Henry if everyone around him suddenly turned to stone? But... Nobody seems no. to care one no, bit. No one notices. No. I mean, they notice, but they just move on. Mm-hmm. Like... The wolf literally turned into a balloon and deflated, and everyone just went, oh, door's closed, and moved on. Yeah. And like I said, he has no memory of us. He gave me a poisoned apple and didn't think anything of it. Like, he just... He's got false memories. Or at least I think they're false memories. So, like, they are very, very much bewitched or hexed or something. Erster, yeah. They, they have no idea what's actually happening. I wonder if they, like, made a deal, or if, like, maybe they just wandered somewhere they weren't supposed to, and the witches were just like, ha-ha, cursed. I don't know. I mean, it certainly sounded by the, the stuff on the back of the door that, you know, like, it was like, all he wanted was a breath of fresh air, and, like, they, you know, like, yeah. so maybe they stumbled, maybe it wasn't like a deal, maybe it was just... I don't know. I don't know. I'm very confused. Maybe it was like a... like a last... I don't know. <gasps> what if it was like the the hag in disguise and it was just this person who was just like, oh, you know, do... tell me, what is it that you would desire most or something like that? And then they tell them and the hag is just like, ah, yes, mine! And then does the cursy magic thing. And this happens. So I it was mean, just kind of like a, it may be an, a, a, an unintentional exchange. Yeah. I mean, that's very possible. I'm not really sure how, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I really don't think that, like, they work in contracts no, so much. Definitely so, not. like, I'm pretty sure there's not, like, you know, I'm pretty sure it's just like a oop. You kind of sort of said yes, and so that's that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Which things now? Yeah, and we definitely. So we, we, so we know that there's, or we think right. We think there's more than one, right? Oh, there's got to be. Well, oh gosh, I don't know. I, I there has to be more than one. There's no way there's not because like. This is a lot of magic. Granted, we were probably in the Feywild, but still. And we we know for sure, we absolutely know for sure that at least one of them is in Hansel and Gretel's. Because yes. we saw her. Like, literally saw her, and also she grabbed my arm. <laughs> and, like, left a little bony, burny mark. And, and, wherever the reset button is, or whatever it is that mm -hmm. restarts this stuff, is in there too. Because they said that they, 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 that they were they looking to for find a it. box. And that makes me think that there's more than one because, like, they said it out loud. Mm-hmm. 
And why would they be saying that out loud to people who are under a spell who don't care nor know what's going on? Because then one of them's doing the talking, the other one's doing the bony shoulder grabbing. If there's two of them or more, I guess. And Jim, Hansel and Gretel's is the biggest building? Yep. Okay. So like... Plus you can't get behind it. Right. They've got that maze. Not a maze. Well, but just the hedges. It's just a just a bush. Yeah. You can't get behind it. We technically did before, but because you were a wolf and you jumped it. Yeah. So that, that, that's probably like where it's all going down. That's probably like their base of operations is there, I would think. Because like, like none of the back of these buildings look real, remember? It's like a fake mm-hmm. door. It's not even there. It's just painted on. But Frib's building being far bigger than his shop is also kind of suspicious. I mean, it's Frib, though. He's just fancy. Mm. But I mean, we could, you know, double check. Actually, I am curious what it says. Maybe, maybe we never did look at his little note thingy, right? Maybe. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, did we? Yeah, oh, yeah, we did. F- flowers. That's Enjoy right, your that's sadness. Right. Flowers are our constant friends. Well, that's true, too. It is it is flowers, so maybe it's just literally a greenhouse. Did you notice? I don't think I went in there. Did you notice if there was, like, a back door behind him? Like, obviously, we know the back door to his thing is not a real door. But, like, you know how, like, the, the witches in Hansel and Gretel's had a kitchen back there? Mm-hmm. Is there, like, a storage room in Fribs? Did you notice? Um... There was not. No. No, I, I okay. don't think there was. But definitely, definitely, Hans, obviously, Hansel and Gretel's is base of operations. It's yeah. where, it's where one, if not more, of them reside. It's where the, all the potions that we need for these people, or elixirs, or whatever the heck they are, are in that case behind the counter. And it's where at least one of the sources of the reboot is. If there's... There might only be one. I'm not sure. I don't know how this magic works. But But definitely in there. Definitely in there, and it's a box. Somewhere in there. And sometimes it takes them a little bit longer to reboot when there's not people screaming and shoving. So maybe... Do you think... That maybe we need... Because, I mean, they've got to sleep, right? At some point. Like, we've been here for quite a long time. Like, a few hours, right? I'd say, because we've gone through, like, two nights. Or, like, two resets, three resets, whatever. And each day is an hour. So, I mean, we've been here for, like let's just say six hours, five to six hours or something, right? So, like, I I would think they would have to sleep or, or rest, rest at the at very least. Yeah. You know? So, like, maybe, maybe this is, I'm not, I don't know if, like, this is a bide our time kind of a situation. So far, it seems like it's just a constant loop of things. So maybe we wait for, you know, the, the the longest day because maybe if they're sleeping or resting that's our chance and I know it's really really dark and it's going to be really hard to see but like 
That's a very if, small window, but yeah. It, it might just be our only chance if they are resting and like... No, no, I don't mean a small window. I mean, wait and see, because if every time is a different time, it was very, very fast the first night. It was literally like within two minutes, but then it was like 15 minutes the next time. Mm-hmm. So like, what if they just like go all day of an actual day and then they're like, whew, all right, that was good. And they literally like go to bed for a couple hours. Ooh. Like that might be our best chance of getting in there and then making our way through the town. Because like, if if we can get in there, if I don't know if it, so it, oh, so they can't see, or at least it seems like they can't see, because they were looking for the box, right? Yeah, when they the, also when were the kind lights, of fumbling around. Right. So, which means if we can get in there while they're resting or sleeping, hopefully, maybe, mm-hmm. this is just a, let, let's just brainstorm this out. But if, if we can kind of time it where it seems like, you know, the, the darkness or whatever is going on, for like a while we'll be like okay that's when they're like resting and I mean I know like technically that would mean that we would have to wait another full day because obviously they're only gonna be quickly taking a break I don't think that they'll do one hour and then go right back into like a long break and we don't want to risk it being like oh well it's been an hour now let's try and then boom they turn all the lights on and we're caught red handed yeah. Um, but if if this is what we think, if we can gather the knowledge of them taking some sort of rest or sleep or something and think that that might be our best bet to get in there and break in, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be hard because, again, we can't see. But like we can fumble around a little bit, grab whatever bottles we think we can get and then kind of head towards the direction of town, like as far into town as we think we can get Mm -hmm. and then they're not gonna know hopefully that the 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 case was broken until the lights come back on which would at least give us a head start of maybe like two minutes before they're like oh whoa wait a minute because i like you know like i Mm -hmm. i don't think that they would think that's the first thing to immediately go check of like whoop gotta make sure they're all still there like they don't seem like they suspect anything would be missing until they then just happen to glance and go oh it's broken Mm -hmm. so we could at least hurry up be like kind of what we think outside in the center of like we can we can kind of spend a day when it's daytime measuring our steps and stuff you know to like be like okay it's this many steps to get to like the middle of the t yeah and so then when the lights come on we just bolt like we read really quickly and bolt in whatever direction we think we got to go to and give those potions because if it's first thing in the morning nobody's gone already Mm because all the stores are open you know do you think maybe that is our best bet? I think so, especially with trying to memorize our steps, because if we're trying to operate in darkness and most likely magical darkness, I mean, I I really would hope just for our own benefit, for like a smash and grab, that it would be 
Like, you know, maybe that with that. Oh, I know there's a spell. It's like shadows and silence. Blindness, deafness. <laughs> because yeah. if that was like the thing, that would be in our benefit because then it would just be magically silent so they couldn't hear anything. If we did, when we do smash it. Okay, but, but we would have to cast, like, that's a spell you cast on a person. Oh, okay. You're thinking silence. That's what makes the area quiet. Oh. I don't I was just think thinking, I like, can do that. Use. But, like, yeah, no, if we, if we, like, I mean, there are ways to, like, muffle the sound of breaking glass, like, a little bit. You know, we can use fabric and stuff and kind of like, I mean, I'm, first of all, I'm going to wrap like my elbow or whatever it is. Because mm -hmm. I, I did obviously, again, we don't even know how thick this glass is. We don't know if it's magically, like it didn't seem like it had like a magic-y aura to it. But like this whole place kind of blinks in magic-y. So I don't really know. I can't pick a lock in the dark. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I am no. I am not that skilled. So definitely going to have to smash it. But mm -hmm. like I mean, you know, I can I can I can wrap, you know, that like whatever we're going to use if it's like I can stick one of my bolts from my crossbow on the glass and then like kind of just hit it so that maybe it just it doesn't actually like like you know like not so that I'm not punching the glass open or something, but that maybe it just like spider webs and then slowly, like just kind of like use like wrap wrap our hands in like cloth and just kind of like swoosh it away and then just kind of stick our hands in grab and if we get cut we get cut. I mean honestly, what's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But what if you took one of those bolts, wrapped it to your arm so that the tip was at your elbow? So that you can still just use, like, the force of your arm with the bolt on there. Yeah, but that's still gonna definitely make a loud smash because I'm going to be punching it with my elbow. That's true, yeah. I'm talking, like, you know, like a like a dainty... I don't know why I'm the one thinking this because that's not in my brain. But, like, you know, like a dainty little stick the bolt on what I think is the glass and use, like... I don't know, the blunt end of my dagger or something. I don't know. Do we have... Uh, we'll, f we'll figure it out when it comes to it. But then, like, literally, like, hammer it, you know? So that it, it, it causes cracks in the glass. And then you can kind of just push on the glass enough that it just... Gives way. Yeah, inside. Because mm -hmm. if we can push on it and have it break more in, yes, okay, obviously we then run, you know, a little bit of a risk of cutting ourselves... However, there wouldn't be, hopefully, a lot of glass on the floor that they would step on and notice even sooner. It might yeah. give us a little bit more time when the Plus, lights come back on to just go. Yeah, and if we're able to push the glass into the cabinet itself, then you're not going to have as much noise because the glass isn't going to have as far to travel to hit a surface. Exactly. It's going to just go on the shelves, not the mm -hmm. floor. See? See? It's a plan. It's a plan. Yeah. However, this plan requires us to be patient. And also, yeah. not for nothing. Alina, I'm really tired. And like, yeah. if we get caught, whether we can find help or not, if this even works, I'm not going to be able to help. And I mean, you're probably not doing much better. No, not really. Yeah. Like, 
we need to we need to sleep ourselves, which is why mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. And I know, I know it's risky, but so far it seems like it's the same thing over and over and over again, and like nothing's changing. So, so I think it might be beneficial for us to kind of rest ourselves so that we're better prepared for this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yes, technically that then means that so are they, but meh. but then we can know, like, they do actually rest, you know? Like, yeah. even if it's only, like, three hours or something, you know, like mm-hmm. something. And then the next time we can kind of time in our heads, okay, you know, obviously we know the day cycle is an hour. We can kind of count as much as possible to kind of get a a thing of how long it is so that we know roughly when the next long, long break is going to be if they take it, and that's when we strike. Does that make sense? Yeah, that that works. The the one thing I would suggest, though, if we are going to rest, we get back in the carriage and we at least take that slightly out of this town because I don't know what exactly the magical effect is here. So if we sleep, I don't know if that's gonna, like, something will take hold or something. Okay, so you guys are planning on taking a long rest here? I think so. I think we're gonna, yeah. Because no matter what, best bet. Yeah, we need the spells. And, like, kind of taking a long rest while we know it's daytime and we can get at least, a, like, an hour or so. And then kind of, kind of just spending the rest of the time judging like distances from Hansel and Gretel's to, you know, the center of the T and, you know, like stuff like mm-hmm. that. Okay. I think that's so going to be first, our Okay, so we'll allow you to go and take that long rest. The one thing that you will know, I mean, you probably won't know because if you're going to be resting or sleeping or doing whatever it is that you need to be doing, these things do not sleep. Okay. You guys think that you're in the Feywild? Time is fucky. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, you also know that Frib and Henry were not in this place when they got cursed or whatever. Correct. Mm-hmm. So the things that are controlling this are not actually here. You guys very well could just be in a little time capsule where every hour that goes by is only a minute in the real world, where these people, where these things are just sitting here watching everything that goes on. Oh my goodness. Oh. Well, that just made my brain go in a whole other direction. <laughs> oh um, my God. For, for, for the sake of, of, of having this proceed, uh, rather than it just being conspiracy theories and ideas with Beth next door. <laughs> um, Welcome is, to my brain. It yep. is, they are still hags. Like, it is still right. hags that are controlling. All of that is controlling it. But basically, I want you guys to think of where you are in as a snow globe. I was just going to yep. say that. I'm like, are we basically like in a snow globe and their button is like them retwisting the music box and that's 1, when it comes percent. light? Okay. 1, okay, cuz as soon yeah. as you said that, I was like we're in like either like a music box or a snow globe. Yep. 
Okay, so which is why they notice things during the day, but when it gets dark, they can't don't see us technically. Maybe. Hopefully. Until they reset. Until they reset and rewind. Um, however, I am going to punish you for taking a long rest. That's fair, but we Mm -hmm. needed it. No, and and, and we really did need it. (laughs) uh, Honestly, fair. So, I need you. You took a long rest, so that's eight Mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. You guys were already here. You were on your fourth hour. Yeah. So, every four hours, something bad happens. So, I need... Beth, I need you to roll me a d12. Um, a 10. Okay. Natasha, roll a d12. 7. And Beth, roll a d10. 4. You got you guys lucked out. You really did. <laughs> oh, no. You guys, yeah. Um, <laughs> but okay, so you guys go and you take your your little rest. Uh, you're, you're up and rejuvenated. Got all your spell slots and all of that stuff back. You are good to go there. Upon waking up and coming outside, uh, you notice, um, I mean, honestly, you're, you won't notice anything right away. Everything still just seems, you know, perfectly normal, you know, uh, just like it has been the last few hours that you were awake. Uh, upon kind of walking into the town, you will begin to notice something different. One, you notice a pile of rubble on the top of this T where you guys originally entered where Scrooge's building was. And then on further investigation, you also notice a pile of rubble where Laddie's lamps were and where Sleeping Beauty's pillows were. Okay, well, like I said, I don't really want her anyway. I don't really know how much Scrooge could have helped us. As far as Aladdin, I mean, he was far as stories go he was real sneaky so that might mm-hmm. have been helpful and, but, and that, that's what i was thinking aladdin was the one that i was just like oh that's a rough one yeah that's a rough one to lose because that's yeah. a that, that's a rogue on your side yeah because um, but... you did send us like when you sent um in in in, in the chat in, in yep. the chat i was i was messaging in between of like who i thought was what um mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and who we should save <laughs> yeah but i mean yes a rogue yes could have been helpful but you know that's I, that's okay that's okay mm-hmm. it could have been it could have been way worse it could have been Frim because it could have been Frim. Yeah. it could have been somebody like you know or, or more like you know again i don't I don't know how helpful Scrooge would have been. Mm-hmm. Not. Nor technically Sleeping Beauty, really. Yeah. So it could have been, you know, we could have had three really good people just gone. Gone. Yep. And yep. also Frim. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So definitely can't do that again. We no. gotta do this quickly. So we technically wouldn't know the hours. Like we wouldn't because we were sleeping. So we wouldn't really know that because four hours went by. That's what happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean. Like we could maybe surmise that it was roughly around that time frame. But like we technically wouldn't know exactly at four hours something bad happens. Yeah. Around the four hours, like you don't know for sure. But at the same time, you know, I don't know about you guys. But like I know Jim 
Jim always looks for patterns in things. Oh, for sure. So, for like, sure. You, know, you know you guys just took a, a, a long nap of at least eight hours. You mm -hmm. know you were there for at four hours. Four at hours. least four hours. Twelve hours in total. Three houses gone. Twelve divided by three. Right. You know. So, you, you, you could... You could guesstimate yeah mm -hmm. you 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 can definitely conspire uh <laughs> that i mean it fits with all of the theories we've been having running <laughs> yeah correct so then what is the plan okay so we can't take any more breaks not long just... ones not no. long ones for sure and i well, i don't think we're gonna need to i really don't i think we're mm -hmm. good i feel like i'm ready we definitely need help yes do you think so? Mm, what, Jim? When that old lady came out of Hansel and Gretel's from the back, mm -hmm. was that towards the end of the day, or was that no, like in the middle? That, we, that was, we went the, there first, right? You you went there first thing in the middle of this hour. So, if we're going with the theory that they're like watching and not, I mean, how soon can they get here? Kind of a thing. Do they only show up in the dark? Everybody looks at us and notices when we do something different. Like it, it, it is a, it is a noticeable thing, and then that, that bird metal Give dragon thing. Give me intelligence thing. checks okay. or uh, recall knowledge. Actually, that's the same for me. Oh, that's a dirty twenty. I rolled an eighteen. Uh, that's a six. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yep. Riley, despite having read Cosmo the last time <laughs> y'all dove into books, you recall something from your first night in home, going through some of the books there. Okay. When hags or witches are together and in a coven, one of the things that they are able to have is something called a hag's eye, which allows them to see whatever that eye sees. The way that all of these people respond to you guys when you do things out of the ordinary could lead you to believe that, the that people they are, their are eye. the hag eye. And that's how they're able to see everything that's going on. Okay. Okay. So definitely still think it's a good idea to do the smash and grab in the dark. Yes. I, I still think that that's our, our good idea, but then maybe we don't have to be as quiet about it, do you think? I mean, I, it's still it's still a little iffy to me that that lady was back there but like maybe she's just I mean if they are looking through their eyes then that would make sense right right no I get that but like I'm talking about the old lady oh that we thought was a hag yeah me do you think maybe she's just an ugly old lady and like it's just as trapped as like Hansel and Gretel that's unfortunate in more ways than one yeah and like really coincidental. Yeah. Sorry, Grandma Hag. <laughs> I don't know though. I um, I mean, obviously somebody was there physically. 
for, yeah. for me to have a handprint on me. Somebody happened in physical, but that happened in the dark when they were looking for the box to turn stuff back on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I still, I still absolutely think that doing it in the dark is our best bet. It's just, do we still do it quietly just in case? I, I mean, that's probably better. I mean, what, what's the worst that could happen is that we do it quietly and there's no one to listen. I mean, like, what, you know, like, yeah. But give me another intelligence check. Okay. Because, because, because you're, you're, you're bouncing around some ideas and that so the fear of you going in a loop. A 15. Okay. So you have, you're, you're on the right path in terms of like what you have to do. The ultimate thing, just to kind of push you there, is doing it quietly or not has zero effect on the outcome. Okay. You're going to have one chance of doing this. Right, of course. Yeah. You're going to have a short amount of time to do this. Jim Jim has a visual of how like the, the perfect way to do this. And I don't want to like tell you it because I don't want to make you do it. Um, <laughs> but like you guys are basically going to have 30 seconds to a minute, assuming you're doing this once the light goes off, the lights go out. Right. Yeah. So you're going to have about 30 seconds to a minute to get in, break it open, grab as many bottles as you can and get back out into a little bit more open area. So probably just a literal smash and grab. Yep. We just gotta go in and do it. Alina? Yeah? Does your shalamalamalam <laughs> it, does, it does more damage right? Than like just a regular stick, yeah? My shillelagh? Yeah, that one, the Shalamalam. So, like, I mean, if you cast that and then we, and then just smash it, would you think it would break it better? Or I don't know. I don't know how it works. I know I've I've seen you do it. I've seen you go Shalamalami and and then hit <laughs> something, and it seems to hurt them more. But is it because it's like magic, and that's why it hurts it more, or does it make it stronger? It makes it a little stronger, but it also makes it magical. So honestly, that might be our best bet too with that. Because if it is kind of like, I don't it can only really, deal magic. Right, and I don't really have anything like, like I've I've got some daggers and like, okay, if we were going to do this quietly and sneakily, mm -hmm. my my idea would probably be good. But like, if we're just going to be like, swam, 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 and then just scoop and run. Yeah. The bigger opening we have to grab more is probably going to be better, so I think your Shalami Lami is going to be the best bet. I will use my magical Salami. Yeah, I think that that's that's a good spell. Mm -hmm. So we definitely want to just kind of quickly map out, I mean we, you know, don't be weird about it, we're not going to sit there and actually count our like legitimate footsteps, but like, kind of get the I mean, we've we've been here for a bit, so we know like the direction we have to turn when we get out of the house, right? Like when we get out of Hansel and Gretel's to get towards the outside so that we can just split and go. 
Yeah. Okay. Again, do you... I really, I really... It's to the right, right? Because that was at the bottom of the T. Yeah. 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 And honestly, I think whatever one you get first and you go to... I think we you sh- I think both of us cuz obviously we're going to be going in different directions. I think we should try and and this might be risky again because we're not going to have a lot of time. But I think we should try both methods. But Smash I obviously and a drink. Yeah. Like cuz I don't know how we're going to force these people to drink it if it's a potion, but like maybe smash one first in hopes that that works and then we'll just keep going. Great. If that worked, it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, we're gonna have to like assault these people and shove a bottle down their throat, and hopefully, they forgive us for that because yeah. they wake up. But you know, because like we're not gonna have a lot of time, so like we can't be picky about it. We just have to immediately look at the clue, go to whatever house it is, throw it at them. Or, or or whatever. Maybe, I mean, we, maybe we don't have to actually throw it at them. Maybe we just uncork it and, like, splash it on them. Because mm-hmm. I don't, you know. And if that does not work, and we can't spend too long seeing if it works either. Yeah. Then move on and try it. Because we got to get as many as we can before, you know, Cackly Grandma comes out and with her bony fingers and... And then we got a fight on our hands, and it's either just us, or hopefully it worked, and we've got a couple very angry people who've been here for a while who are like, what the hell? So, we're in agreement that that's... Because we're obviously, we can't talk to each other once we're doing this, because we don't know what direction we're going to both be running in. Mm Mm-hmm. And as soon as, as soon as we hear any kind of sign of those witches... Try and get out of whatever building you're in, because I don't want you cornered, and I think we have a better chance if we're out in the open. Or I know I do. I mean, yeah, open space is always going to be better, regardless. Right. So as soon as you think you have, or God, oh God, if that stupid mechanical monster thingy comes. Oh, I forgot. I don't about know. That. Yeah, I don't know if that's part of the plan. I don't know if that'll show up. But we, we hopefully we, we'll have help by then. We just gotta do what we gotta do, but I think that that's, I think that's our best bet. I'm, I'm really, really hoping it's a matter of unpopping the cork or the screw or whatever and just swoosh and splashing people. But I mean, if I've gotta like koala bear onto a person and shove a potion down their throat real fast, I'ma do it. I'm not that strong, but I'll try my damnness. Neither am I, but I'm wiry. Mm-hmm. So, also, you know, they probably won't really see it coming, so yeah. we have the element of surprise, because they're going to be like, ah, oh, a shopper, and then we're just like, <laughs> you know, making them drink something, so, yeah. uh, you know, there is that. But I think that that's, I think that that's, yeah, I think that's the, that that's our best bet. I think we have a semi-sort of solid plan. Yes. So what is the plan? Smash and grab. That's not, um, no, that's that, that that's the the, that's the overarching the what yeah. the plan is. I so need I... to know what your plan is step by step in terms of when are you doing this? Where are you positioning yourselves when you're starting to do this? 
so then I can narrate what happens and have the roles be necessary. So I think our best bet, obviously we know that Hansel and Gretel's is the last store that closes. Mm -hmm. So I think our best bet is to get in line, like not at, not, not at the end when like everyone's in line, because I don't want to have to shove through people again, but like kind of judge it, maybe get in line when it's like, quarter two you know when it's a little bit longer because well because also now there are three less buildings yeah okay so there's there's gonna be so i'm gonna i'm just gonna tell you right off the bat because you already did the thing that to make sure that 10 minutes 10 minutes okay yeah do 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 10 minutes doing the math 10 minutes is is the perfect time because if you go 15 minutes in you're just going to be standing there at the counter for five minutes. Awkwardly. Yeah. Okay. Awkwardly, which might set something off. Right, right. Going five minutes That's is going to be too late, and you're going to have to, as you mentioned, you're going to have to dive through a bunch of people. You're already going to have to dive through people leaving. Right. You don't mm -hmm. want to dive through people getting, getting in, in there. there. So right. 10 minutes is the perfect medium to get in line. You still may have to bump one or two people out of the way. But that's better than a whole I'm gonna line. I'm gonna roll something to determine how many people are in front of you and okay. use that formula that we used before where basically they were doing like you know one customer every minute or two minutes or something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. that I did but um but yeah okay so you'll so, you're gonna we're just gonna fast forward and we're just gonna go go through it step by step okay. time goes as it always does you guys stay out of trouble for the first uh 50 minutes nothing happens you get in line at the 50th minute after that the big chime goes off and you're able to stand in line there are eight people ahead of you um i would have before we got in line told alina to basically use her staff like it's a walking staff yep. make it okay. look like Not it's like her <laughs> crutch so she has it out and it doesn't look weird that she has it out yep okay so that it's in hand because like legitimately the moment the lights go out and Julian smash. Yeah. We're close. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and maneuver us so that we're on the opposite side of that counter so that we can jump over the counter and smash. Okay. Okay. So And I will be waiting to just shove my arms in where I think the, the cabinet <laughs> is, I will yeah. risk getting hurt. <laughs> okay. Same. Okay. So again, just so that I'm clear, you're the only one grabbing. I would be grabbing as well. But you'll have only one hand to grab because yeah. you're going to have your staff. Whereas yeah. I'm using both arms to just throw my hands in and like scoop. scoop. Okay. Okay. So hopefully I get a few more. Okay, so, so here is what we are going to do. So we're going to start, we have a... Sorry, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm real nervous. So, we have on Riley's end, we're going to start, don't roll this, but we're starting with a D12. There are 12 bottles left in this thing. Okay. 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 Now there's going to be a series of rolls that lead up to the D12 roll. But if you do bad on those, 
That's going to punish you in terms of how much time you have. So, okay. like, if you fail that first one, we're going to drop it to a D10. Okay, if yeah, that's fair. If you do bad on the second one, we're going to drop it down to a D8. Now, the same Ooh. thing is going to also go for Natasha. Natasha uh -huh. only has a D4 of a grabbing roll. Right. So, if you go, if, if things go bad there, then she's just going to, rather than go from a D4, it's just going to go to a D3. And right. then a D2. And then a D1, if need be. Okay. So, you guys position yourself with five, uh, 10 minutes to go. There are eight people here. It is taking some time because, you know, pack everybody ordering chocolates and stuff like that, they're ordering more than the flowers were being ordered or the balloons were mm -hmm. being ordered because mm -hmm. there's more variety. So it is technically taking two minutes per customer. Okay. So, if there were eight people ahead of you, 10 minutes to go, five people are out of the way, which is honestly kind of great for you guys because of the fact of where you are positioned right now, you are on the end of the counter. Right next to you is that five foot aisle that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Now there is a rope, uh, like one of those fancy theater rope cue markers you know, the nice velvet oh, ones. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So they're, oh, they're oh, oh. Well, I don't know what they're actually called, stanchions. Stanchions, yeah. yeah stanchions. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like... there there is one of those right on your hip, basically. If you're looking towards the kitchen, it is on your right-hand side. There are three other people along the counter. The the chest or the, the cabinet that you need to get to in a straight line is about 12 feet away. And that's okay. if you were to just jump over this thing. The rope? The, no, jump over the counter itself. Oh, the counter. Oh, okay. okay. If we were doing squares, like in D&D, &D, you'd be talking, five, well, we could go diagonal. So it would be five, 10, 15. It, it, would, it, would, still, it would still be 15 feet. You're, you're only losing like three feet of space if you were to run around. Okay. Um, the counter. But the, there is the lady who is behind the counter as well. Behind right. the counter, you have, I'm not going to say you have 10 feet of space to work with. You probably have about eight feet of space to work with in terms of uh, from the counter to the back wall. Okay. 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 So it's like yeah. eight feet wide. Okay. And so, just for my visual, how tall is this counter is it like um... uh this is a standard gas station counter uh okay. so we're talking so it's like stomach level uh for, 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 for you guys because you're short um yeah. like right under the ribs okay okay so like yeah. we we have a chance of vaulting ourselves Abs over it it's absolutely. not like okay. tall okay yeah i was just making sure it wasn't one of those like real tall like deli counters where like yeah, basically no, you're leaning no. over. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm like, okay. oh shit, that's not happening. <laughs> so we are going to start the lights go out the bell. Like obviously the ticking of the clock at that last minute has been ticking louder and louder and louder and louder. Uh, you notice everybody in this shop is getting angsty because they're hoping that they can get their last minute goods before the clock strikes 12. 
the clock does strike 12, everything goes dark. You hear the sound of everything shutting down outside. It is now pitch black. What are you doing? I'm putting my two hands on the counter and I'm lifting myself up and over. Okay. Casting shillelagh and launching myself over. Okay. I need athletics check or uh, acrobatics checks from both of you. I have written down what the number is that we have to beat to start. Okay. I picked acrobatics as a a thing, so I'm proficient in it. So, okay. I got a 16. Okay. I got a 17. Hell yeah. You both flip (laughs) yourselves over the counter basically cutting like five feet of, of, of time that you need to, that you would have need to go through to go the other way. Now you launch yourself over. You can feel yourself slam into the lady on the other side. Okay. I'm going to just kind of like move her out of the way behind me so that Alina can just go straight. Cause we know it's straight. Like like you said, it was like 12 feet straight from where we were. So I'm gonna just kind of like almost bear hug this lady so that she's not in the way. So Alina has a straight okay. shot. So okay. yeah, Riley leaps over. Again, none of you can see this. None of you have any idea what's going on. It is again, <laughs> we are talking about fucking magical, magical darkness. darkness. Yeah. Nothing, you are feeling around in the middle of your house at two o'clock in the morning during a thunder or a lightning storm like you can't see fucking shit but riley leaps over first literally just lumps right into this person slamming her into a wall basically yeah yeah like i'm not the lady suddenly shout like what the hell Uh, alina is able to go right up there kind of sense your direction you're still good now alina yeah we all know how good Natasha is <laughs> when know. it comes to rolling attacks. I know. <laughs> I know. I get a plus two. You but a I'm plus hoping two. works. Oh, that's a 19 on the die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a 19 on the die. And that's good. That's great. Now the thing is. Do you break the potions? No, no. It has oh, okay. nothing to do with breaking okay. the potions. <laughs> It's this is an inanimate object. True. So I'm kind of taking Pathfinder rules in terms of this has a damage threshold. Roll your damage, Natasha. With the shillelagh malami. With the shillelagh All right. So that becomes seven. Okay. So you slam your staff into this. Immediately you see cracks appear in the darkness, shining bright blue. You did not deal enough damage to fully break the glass, but you did enough that you are damaging it. Give me another attack. Do, uh, 15? I don't roll your damage. Uh, that's six. Okay. You hit that second one slamming it into the the glowing neon blue light that is in here. Riley, you feel this lady, you feel claws dig into your arm as she's trying to push you off. We're gonna do, give me an opposed strength check. Oh, okay. It's just a straight roll for me. It is just a straight roll for you. Uh, It's a 14. 
Let's see. Let's see. Give me one sec, because I have to pull up those stats, because I wasn't prepared. <laughs> bad, Jim. Bad, Jim. <laughs> All right. You got a 14. Mm-hmm. They get a plus four Ooh. to their strength. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Ten or higher. Roll lower. Roll a nine. Single digits. How about we roll a six instead? Okay, that's good. I take it. So you feel these claws digging in. You can feel the fingers actually growing longer as they're gripped around you, as she's trying to move you. But you take everything inside of you, kind of ignite a little bit, pushing back on this uh, to just keep her out of the way. That second attack that you're able to do against this cabinet shatters the glass in a bright, blinding flash of blue light. When that cracks, you feel her suddenly vanish. Oh. Oh. But you also hear the sound of a wind-up toy. Oh, God. As gears are being clicked, 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 clicked as if this thing is being winded up and you begin to see cracks above you as it appears that you're in a dome and the dome is opening. You did, you were unable to break this in one shot. So Riley, you are allowed to roll a D10. Okay. And then uh, Natasha, you would be rolling a a, a, a D three. A D four minus one. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna start with 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 Riley. Okay, middle ground five. Okay. I got Alina, a three. You got a three. So you got you rolled a four minus one. Yep. Okay. That's that's really fucking good. Yeah. So you're you jump over there. You just. Riley just hugs the fucking cabinet. Basically, the cabinet. Um, <laughs> uh, let's let let's let's see a, a pure luck check. You don't get stabbed by any glass, okay. but you're able to just hug a bunch of potions. Right, uh, Alina comes up behind one hand and grabs whatever she can. Uh, you do feel a couple potions kind of roll into the back of this cabinet. Now, what are you doing? Um going back the way we came and trying to decipher, like, can I, like, kind of hip check the ca- the counter all the way through until I get to that rope so that I can just run through the rope? You can, absolutely. Yeah. So you that we do don't that. have to jump over it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I could... Yeah, that that's good. You 100% use that as your guide. You are able to do that. You are going to have to push through some people, so I'm going to need... Dex saving throws. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for two of them. Dex from saves. each of you. From each of you. Okay. Let's see. I got a ten on the first one. Okay. Yeah, I got an eleven on that one on the first one. Okay. And Fourteen on the next one. Okay. That one's only an eight. Okay. Alina in pure darkness, even though things are like you can see that light is coming from above, but it's not doing anything to like cast light down here. Yeah. Um, so you're still in the darkness, both of you running through 
you get past, you get to the hallway area thing that you need to do, and you start running towards the front door, correct? Because you're going yes, towards the yes. street. So yes. you go running out of the street. You do, uh, Alina, you do get bumped into by something, someone, and mm-hmm. you lose one po- or uh, sorry, uh, Riley gets bumped uh, and loses one potion. Okay, so I'm down So to you're down four. to four. However, okay. Alina, you get hit by like you you ping pong off of people. Yeah. And trying to like balance three bottles in in one arm That's is rough. not good. You end up losing two. So you're yeah. down to one potion. But nonetheless, you it's both get out into the hallway. You do have five potions on you or you get out into the the main road. What are you guys doing? So it's still dark, yes. It is still pitch black. Um, you can hear the darkness. sound. It it and and not only that, you hear the sound as as this thing is is grinding, uh, and you can hear the sound of something being wound up. You can also hear the sound of buildings collapsing. Oh gosh, oh. I'm gonna just kind of head over towards the buildings and and like reach a hand out and kind of see if I can find a doorway and hope, since I have more, hope that I'm somewhere near one that I have, because I can't see. You can't see anything. So, actually, just for fun, just because it's something Riley absolutely would do, I, I would, um, I, I would, I would light up. I would flame on. And see, see if that does anything. I know magical darkness, it won't help with, but Riley wouldn't, she would just yeah. kind of almost panic and be like, light source. <laughs> and yes, so so normal, so how, basically how this worked, because this is like just a, a you thing, it's not gonna do anything. Right. To, to see. Um, so I'm gonna say, yeah, you're, you're able to just flame on. You can feel yourself warm up. Alina could probably feel the fire mm-hmm. as, as you're gonna be fairly close, but no no actual light is 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 projected okay um can i feel one of the bottles for because they were all different shapes and sizes maybe one of them is like in a weird shape that i can um i mean so as i'm going towards a building i'm gonna go towards a building so that there that those are those are two things that you were trying to do because you did originally say that you were going towards a building with your one hand out. Oh yeah, yeah, I am because I'm not going to be able to see and I don't want to just run into walls. So I'm right. going to do that instead. I'm going to head towards a building as, with one hand. As out. you are shuffling towards the building, um, the the thing is opening up more and more and more. You feel your feet begin to kick against rubble bricks and and wood and and stuff like that whatever you are walking to has been destroyed okay you both are able to see a giant hand reaching down from this dome that is opening up above you and it's just reaching down coming right towards you i'm gonna smash one of the bottles on the ground uh right, roll, right where i stand roll a d6 minus one Five minus one, four. Perfect. You smash a bottle right on the ground. A suddenly light erupts where you smash it. You see this bright golden energy as as this dust begins 
to form and swirl around and you see this large probably about i don't know seven foot tall large beefy man that you recognize as midas throw them throw them on the ground and i just chuck all all the rest of mine on the ground where i stand i throw mine on the ground And thank you all for listening to the Wind Sisters Monster Hunters again. A huge shout out to all of our Patreon members. And uh, and by huge shout out, I mean, I got to shout out Xanthos. I got to shout out Lady <laughs> Mastella. Rebel Very Aviators funny. probably listening. You're, I mean, you're not a patron member, but still, thank you for listening uh, to the credits because I know you're going to be listening there while you're building alarms. Uh, so I appreciate you and Shrimp Toaster. You're going to hear this in like four to five weeks because you listen to them in batches. But this one is also for you. So thank you, guys. Um, we tune see in. you. We, we do. love you. <laughs> we see yes. you. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, hopefully we'll see some of you on the next episode of the Wind Sisters. Um, Until yeah, then, yeah. go check out our patreon.com slash goblin Tuesday to listen to the wind down. Uh, and until next time, deuces. Bye. Bye.